When people sign up for your email newsletter, they are not making a lifetime commitment. People are going to come and go, and your job as a marketer is to create an email communication program that keeps them coming back longer. How do you do that? That's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And I know you've been running around trying to create as big an email list as you can possibly have, and then you send your campaigns and people unsubscribe. And maybe that's a bad thing, and maybe it's not, but I know it always hurts a little to see people go. And so that's going to be what I want to talk about today with Emily McGuire, the reasons why people unsubscribe from your list. Emily is the founder of Flourish and Grit. She has worked with clients to help them uncover hidden revenue in their email lists by pairing a, a business's unique customer journey and high converting copyright. She brings to the table lessons that she's learned over a decade in tech and e-commerce. Emily, I am so excited that you're going to join us today. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here. Oh, my pleasure. I saw a note in your bio that you always have a cup of coffee in your hand. And I got to tell you, it's late in the afternoon and I still have a cup of coffee on my desk. Yep, same. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's talk about the heartbreak of the unsubscribes and why people unsubscribe from your list. That's a, it's a great question. And obviously it can be painful for people to let their subscribers go, mm-hmm. right? Like you mentioned, you've spent all this hard work growing your list and you just don't want to lose people. So I see people unsubscribe for a few reasons. One is, I mean, there's the natural sort of progression of interest in your brand. So maybe they lost interest in what you're offering, right? There's also the the content overwhelm, right? Um, the inbox is pretty flooded these days. Mm-hmm. So if you are contributing to that flood <laughs> in the <laughs> inbox, then yeah, people are not going to uh, want to stick around. And then the other thing I see that a lot of people don't really pay attention to or really realize is when your subscribers feel like they're being tricked, right? Mm. Um, so I see that play out because people hyper focus on the open rate as like the baseline metric of a successful email program. And I get it, right? Like that is often one of the few metrics that are available to email marketers. I mean, obviously depending on your email service provider, but reporting on email can be really difficult and you can always rely on finding an open rate for your email campaigns. But people don't uh, often dig deeper into those metrics. Before you go into that next step, I really want to hit on something that you mentioned, and that is that people sometimes feel tricked that in order to generate that high open rate, you're almost doing like a bait and switch. Absolutely. So people rely on these, these sort of gimmicky tactics to increase open rate. And mm-hmm. they might have misleading subject lines or something that is just really clickbaity and mm-hmm. people fall for it. And then they open your email and nothing in the email related to that clickbait type of 
subject line or it didn't pay it off. And so people get upset, right? If they feel like they're being tricked just for an open. I feel like uh, people are a lot more savvy about digital marketing tactics these days. They know when you're trying to get something from them, like an open. It's so interesting because when people focus on that number, and so then they do these things that essentially get unqualified people Mm -hmm. to open the email because they're looking for the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow and all you're going to give them is a a bag of clover. But the people that come following that rainbow aren't really your customers or aren't really good prospects. So you're measuring the amount of bad traffic that's coming to you. Exactly. Exactly. That's a great point. A great observation. And yeah, like when you're relying on gimmicks, those tend to be very short term results, like incredibly Mm -hmm. short term results. And sometimes those will immediately improve your bottom line. But then you have to keep chasing those same tactics, which usually result in a lot of churn. And at least that's been my experience. So again, like you're looking at trying to increase your open rates, but what are you giving up in, mm. in exchange for that? What are you risking there? Okay. So let's kind of go there. And then I want to kind of talk about, well, what do you put in the content, but what kind of things can you do with that subject line that doesn't maybe trick people? How do you create subject lines that tell people what they're really getting, but are still interesting enough to get them to click? Yeah. So one of the tricks I learned, can you remember where I learned this? A mentor or a conference or something is putting the word you in a subject line. It's been shown to increase open rates. And from my perspective, as somebody who writes a lot of subject lines, it also helps you get in a different mindset as a marketer, right? It helps you look at, you know, what is going to be the end benefit for the subscriber to open this email. And people want to know, you know, what's in it for me. So Mm -hmm. if you're able to speak to that, and talk to your audience like they're real people instead Mm -hmm. of using language like, you know, our biggest sale yet, you know, using words that talk about your business instead Mm -hmm. of your subscriber, right? Um, We're all, humans are inherently selfish. (laughs) So we want to know about ourselves first. Absolutely. So even something like instead of our biggest sale, your savings inside, you know, yes, I love just that addition of the word you because it brings it to me personal. Right. Okay. So now I've got them in my email. I haven't written a deceptive subject line, but sometimes people still unsubscribe. What can I do about the experience inside the email that will encourage them to hang around for the next one, the next one, and the next one? Yeah, that's a great question. So obviously you have to know your audience, know what they want. What questions are they asking? What are their aspirations? And tailor your content and offers to speak to what they're trying to achieve in their life, what challenges they're trying to overcome. If you structure all of those things, whether it's a sale or you know a thought leadership piece around what is going to help this person, you're always gonna keep people around, right? Because they're gonna feel seen, they're gonna feel like you understand them and you're not just trying to squeeze an extra buck out of them. 
that's so logical and it's so fundamental, not just to email marketing, that's fundamental to every marketing vehicle. If you're writing web copy and you're not writing it from the, the customer's perspective, if you're doing social media shares and you're not answering the questions they have, or if you're doing a real world direct mail campaign, if that offer doesn't speak to me as a consumer, I got better things to do. Right. And I mean, essentially you have to help people see how you're products and services fit into their lives. You can't expect them to make that mental leap themselves. And that requires research. It mm-hmm. requires knowing what your audience, again, struggles with or aspires to. Absolutely. Emily, this has been awesome. I am going to encourage all of my listeners to hop over to flourishgrit.com slash open because they will find your action guide for boosting your email open rates ASAP. And I'm going to encourage them to also poke around on the rest of your website because there's a lot of great stuff there. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thanks again for being a part of the show. Thank you. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to take the next step with your marketing, be sure to hop over to the Digital Toolbox at digitaltoolboxin.com. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.